What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, first of all, happy Easter. <laughs> you know, I'm recording this on Easter. I do have a busy day. My entire week was super busy. Some of that due to all the work that I got going on, and some of it had to do with <clears throat> my poor time management. Uh, so, yeah, I'll own up to that, and because of that, I am recording this episode kind of later on than I would have wanted it to do so. So, with that being said, this is not going to be a long one, but I didn't want to skip, you know, a week or whatever. So, let me just get right into it. So, the first topic here, I want to talk about homelessness, um, and that's pretty much... What I have here on my notes, um, yeah, that's that's gonna be what what the majority of this this podcast is going to be about. Um, the last topic isn't, but yeah, I'm just gonna you know talk about homelessness because it's something that I'm gonna say that it, it hits pretty, and I'm not I'm not trying to be funny or no pun intended when I say this, but it pr- hits pretty home to me. Like, it, it hits home. Uh, homelessness is that, or becoming homeless, let me put it that way, is actually, like, one of a fear of mine. Um, so, that's reason number one as to why I care so much about it. Even if it wasn't a fear of mine, I still really hate the fact that there are homeless people all over the world, but especially here in America, um, I don't believe anyone should be homeless. I think that's one of the biggest atrocities any nations. Um, now, of course, the, you, you're going to have some nations that are homeless, that have homeless people because that nation is poor in general. You know, maybe they're getting shank, sanctioned out the ass by the United States and all these other nations and stuff. And well, they're 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 basically being fined for whatever reasons and that money is being poured out of that country's government and therefore that country cannot afford to um take care of its own citizens but then you got countries like the united states where even if you were to make an argument that we're being sanctioned by somebody else or whatever we still have enough means to help out. I mean, you look at the trillions of trillions of dollars that's going into the military budget. You look into uh, the money that is being poured into the police departments here the mil- and to militarize the police departments. I thought it was defund the police all summer. But then y'all voted for a guy who wants to put more funding into the police. I. But you look at all that num- you look at all these numbers, you look at all these places where the money is gone and people always wanna well, how can we fix this? How can we fix that? We don't have enough money for that. And then again, I always ask them why we don't have enough money for that. How ke- how do you explain all this money going to this avenue? How do you explain all this money going here, there, all these other places? Now they can tiptoe they can they can they can bootleg they can do all that shit that none of that is going to escape the fact that america 
can afford to take care of its homeless class instead of constantly doing things to punish them. I know out here in Massachusetts, um, and I'm going to do a YouTube video on this pretty soon or, you know, sometime. Uh, but here in Massachusetts, they banned or, or they're thinking about banning. I don't know if they actually did it or they're in 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 the process of doing that. I have to look it up. But they're looking at banning little the little alcohol, the little plastic bottles of alcohol. They're called nips for some, you know what I'm saying? So uh, whatever, like they're called nips. I don't I, I don't drink, so I don't, you know. From what I've seen them call they they call them nips. So <clears throat> they want to ban the nips and stuff, and they actually want to find any corner store, any store in general. But traditionally, the corner stores, the small bodegas, and and um, of course liquor stores as well. But um, they're usually the ones who who carry those small bottles, and they want to tax those stores if they were to sell them. And the big issue here, oh, the big issue they're claiming here is they want to help clean up the the streets in Massachusetts, basically, uh, and and stop the littering because um, you'll see bottles like, especially out here in Boston, if you go to certain areas, you will see bottles, a little empty nip bottles, just just crushed up, and they're all on the sidewalk or they're amongst the other debris that is out there on the on the ground and this that and the third um but the reason why i have a problem with that not simply because not just because i i mean you're essentially telling these people they can't drink what the hell they want to drink these are grown-ass adults if you're above the drinking age if you are of or above the drinking age you drink what that what the hell you want you know if you're going to put on a ban on one alcohol beverage, you might as well ban them all. That's just my opinion. But not just because of that. It's because we know the real reason, or at least I know the real reason isn't because they want to clean up the streets. Heck, face mask. It's still a requirement to, to wear face mask here and all over the country as well. And people, the ever since the pandemic started, ever since the mask mandates became a thing. Let me put it that way. All you see is people littering and throwing off face masks, whether it be the medical face mask or whether it be what it looks like homemade ones or or the ones made out of cloth or just other material. You find face masks all over the ground. You find you know, all types of trash all over the ground. Again, I'm going to talk about it in the video, but in in that video, I took pictures of, I went for, I was doing my usual like daily walks or whatever. Um, but this time, the only difference was, I, you know, when I do my walks, I usually, I'm not on my phone. This time I was on my phone, but only to take pictures of all the trash that I seen on the ground as I walked my my traditional route. And like I said, I saw I did see nip bottles, but I saw face masks, I saw a lot of cigarette uh uh carton cartridges, I saw a lot of trash of, of orange juice and, and 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 boxes of empty boxes of things, uh 
broken glass. Again, none of this other stuff is being banned. And by the way, I've been seeing this stuff, a lot of this stuff, except for the face masks. I didn't see many face masks until 2020 uh, being thrown on the ground and stuff. Now that since 2020, that's the most I've ever seen a face mask on any street being littered. Uh, but all my life growing up here, I, that's all I've been seeing was nips and broken glass and 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 trash and all this other type of debris on the ground. But now they want to ban just simply nips and and say that and make it seem as though that is the primary source for pollution here. You know. Under the guise of we're just trying to save the climate and save the environment, but not trying to ban anything else. And I'm not saying they should. You know, I see orange, I see orange, uh, orange juice bottles. I don't mean we should ban orange juices. I'm not saying we should ban masks. I wear masks. I'm not one of the morons out here that's like I can't stand wearing these for my other and then throwing it down on the ground. No, that's not me. But ever since those that the mask mandate been a thing in the United States in general, every time I go out, every time I see some trash, it does not fail that I see some mask, whether there's an area where it's trash or just a random spot on the sidewalk or somewhere on the street because somebody decided they didn't want to wear it and they took it off and they threw it down. You don't think that's harming the environment as well? Is just as bad as the nip bottles and all the other things that's 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 on the ground just laying there and causing all this uh, bacteria and all this other shit, you know? Kind of got sideswiped, but you know, the point is they're doing this to harm the poor, to punish the poor. This is what it what it really is, it's to punish the poor, the homeless. Just a way of Massachusetts police uh uh but police departments to to get their dumbass quotas or whatever so they can punish the poor. It's sickening. And Massachusetts is not the only state punishing the poor. Out in California, I forgot that park name, um, but, you know, there's the protest going on right now because there's this autonomous zone. Uh, well, it wasn't autonomous, but it was pretty much a place where the it was okay for the homeless to 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 stay and and to 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 basically reside and there was a shower there it was at some some park and pretty much some of that area there is was was banned anyways like nobody like people who owned the land wasn't doing much with it or wasn't doing anything with it um but then now all of, all of a sudden they got a problem with the homeless quote-unquote, in their backyard. So, this has nothing to do, once again, with this protecting the environment type shit. It has everything to do with punishing the poor. And, you know, it's it's really disgusting how the United States, and I can only speak for the United States because I've only lived in one country, and that is the United States. So, if you are in another country, please feel free to let me know how the homeless is treated in your nation as well. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the United States is either treating our homeless people worse or your nation is treating them just as bad. But, you know, it won't, it, 
it just wouldn't surprise me at all if they're not being treated uh, fairly uh, or like human beings. What would surprise me is if they are being treated like human beings, if measures to try to make sure that they're living a good life or they're safe and they're, you know, uh, not going to be homeless, if those were being, you know, done. And there are cases like that being done in the United States. Hell, like I said, the protesters um, out in California doing their thing. There's other, there's other groups, this, that, and the third. I, I should have done, I will admit, I should have done some more research on it, on this uh, stuff. Um, I'm kind of like <laughs> live searching up on my tablet some stats right now. Like I said, it's been real busy. I didn't want to not do a podcast this week. Um, so, yeah, bear with me. I'm right now looking up uh, empty house stats. Because I remember there was this one stat um, that stuck out to me. I heard this stat, I want to say back in 2019, or probably um, a little before that. Uh, It was a stat that said there was about Uh, For every empty house. I'm not sure if this was in a specific state or just the entire United States. But for every empty house, you could house uh, in this one. And again, not sure if it was an entire state or the United States. But pretty much you could house three homeless people per empty house. And that's astonishing. That was astonishing because why the fuck aren't we doing that? I know people are going to say, not, not that easy, it's not that easy. Why don't my Wi-Fi was turned down? I hate using my data. Okay, there's some weird shit. So my Wi-Fi on my tablet is alright. Wi-Fi on my phone is using my data, which I don't like using. Although I am paying the bill off. Um, we're not off paying the bill for the month, uh, for the next recurring. Okay. Now it's working. Bills do is due soon anyway. So I could usually use up all my data if I want to. It's not going to fuck up my shit, you know, but still I hate it. Anyways, what I was saying, I was mocking some morons comments. Basically the morons who are going to say shit like, if you give them, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. You can't just give them a hand. I said, first of all, I mean, it, you when you think about it, when you really, 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 really think about it, all that house needs, if 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 there's property, it, all that house needs. All their needs, well, I won't say all, but what can be done is people raise enough money to get, to afford these people to be able to stay in this house, whether it be like an organization that, special, that specializes in, in in housing homeless people, keeping them housed and things of that nature, and as well as doing other things as well, because I already, 
I'm going to address those other dumbass comments as well too. Those deflecting comments that people will have. I, the capitalist bootlickers will have basically. You know? Um, but it, once you have a program that can do something to that nature, I'm not going to act as if though I know too, too much about it. But I feel as though it can be done. That's That's what I truly believe. I feel as though it can be done. I'm reading right here. It says, homelessness and vacant homes are a serious problem in the United States. No shit. Costing local and federal governments and agencies billions of dollars each year in lost taxes, revenues, and social spending. Before I even continue on, again, I, I, I did hear, I also heard something that it's cheaper to keep her. And I'm not talking about some wife, you know what I'm saying? Even though it might be cheaper to keep her. I'm talking about it's cheaper to actually, it's cheaper for governments, state governments and, and all that, to actually house these people than it is to not house them. As you just heard, they're losing billions of dollars a year because they're not housing these people. It's cheaper to keep her, y'all. But this system that we have, we always have to have a, a poor class, a ruling, uh, a, a ruling class and a poor class. We, we, we got to keep this shit going the way that it is. And I'm not saying that as in like, that is it enthusiastically like, hey, we got to do this. I mean, like, this is what the the United States is saying. Makes absolutely no sense. I don't think the government cares that they're losing billions of tax dollars. Well, because it's coming out of our pockets, that's why. So, that's why they don't truly care. And the rich, wealthy folks who um, will talk about how red-blooded American they are and shit, they don't pay taxes. So, again, they don't got to worry about it. The White House reports that as of 2019, over half a million Americans don't have a home to sleep in on any given night. While uh, almost 17 million potential homes were standing empty. So, half a billion. No, half a million don't have a home. There's 17 million homes we're standing empty. I this was 2019 stats. 2020, as we know, was a rough year for a lot of people. Pretty sure those numbers rose up for both the vacant homes and the un um well obviously unemployment went up, but uh unhoused, right? That's what I was wanting to say. If the overall numbers of homeless citizens weren't shocking enough between 2017 and 2019 there were there was an increase of over 35,000 unsheltered homeless people nationally even before a global pandemic expected recessions all of this while the number of empty properties around the country has increased as i shit i said it we even before it has increased by over 1.1 million since 2010, leaving over 12% of housing, all housing units 
in the not in the U.S. vacant in the U.S. vacant as the largest figures in 2018. 1.1 million people. It's increased since 2010, but it's over 1.1 million. Let me put it that way. And you mean to tell me we can't do something about this? Well, it's not that simple. It's not that... Again. Y'all... With this whole not that simple thing. It's not that simple. You all always say that shit when it's something you don't want to be done. And the reason why people don't want homelessness to be solved... At least working class, uh, bootlicking... Uh, indoctrinated folks don't want homelessness to be solved. It's because we have, we may not be you, it is definitely not me, but we as a society have this idea that if somebody were to get something for free, that lessens the value and the hard work that we put in and then we get jelly, jealous, of those individuals who end up getting something for them. But let's not make it, let's let's be clear. Is it really free for a lot of these homeless adults though? Is it really, really first of all, housing is a human right. Whether you want to argue it or not, it's a human right. So therefore, they deserve that because they're human beings and it's a human right. Let's, let's, let's make that clear. Two, is it really them getting something for free? Because a lot of these homeless people weren't just motherfuckers who 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 squandered their 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 money away. These are people who either fought for the United States. You see homeless veterans, which is the greatest just greatest oxymoron and yes I'm going to use that word to describe it greatest oxymoron I can ever think of the same nation and and the same people that scream respect the troops what the hell y'all at where the hell y'all at on homeless veterans Mm. Are you going to take them into your home? When they ask for change, do you throw your nose up at them? Or do you, you, don't touch me, bum, do you? All of that, right? But Colin Kaepernick taking a knee was disrespecting the troops. But you didn't, you just called one a bum. It's just wild, y'all. It's just wild. But, like I said... People have this idea that these things cannot be done is because of uh, selfishness, um, stupidity, of course, just just this overall idea that other people do not deserve something that you're working hard to get or you work or you've you've worked hard to obtain like the same folks who try to argue that. College should not be free because they're either working that paying their their college debt off or they just pay their debt off. 
That's not the problem with these kids who are, you know, these people who are in debt in college. That's not their fault. And quite frankly, it's not your fault either. It's the system's fault. Let's direct this this anger and all this other shit to the system. Creaky bed alert. Alright? Let's direct all of it to the system. Those in power. Not those who are actually being fucked over by it. It's crazy. So, I think I'm going to read off a little more stats. And then, I'm going to just get into the next and last topic of this podcast. Um, It says, key findings of our research. By the way, this is self.inc that I'm reading off these, that I was reading from and where I'm reading off these stats. There are 59 empty properties for each homeless person in the United States and increased an increase of 43% since 2010. Let me read that again. That's it because that's the stat that I was looking for the most. There are 59 empty properties for each homeless person. <laughs> now, listener, I don't know how balling you are, but I don't have I don't <clears throat> I don't even have 59 properties and I'm not homeless. And if you're listening, I don't know if you're homeless or not, but I'm willing to guess you're not homeless either. Imagine having 59 properties at your disposal. Now, this, again, this is not saying, well, they don't deserve it. You're, you're proving my point. You and I, we work hard for our money. We, sh- we deserve that property. Nope. I'm saying we already got properties. We already have homes. There's 59 empty properties for each homeless person. For every one homeless person, they can pick between one. Because there's only one of them. One of them individually. Let me put it that way. There's a homeless guy. His name is Dan. A homeless woman. Her name is Lisa, right? Dan can only choose one of those 59 properties, obviously. But the simple, simple fact that he has at least... 59 choices to make. It's a whole lot of choices for one person. And the point is that nor Dan, nor Lisa, nor any other homeless person should be homeless because there are fucking... They, they have the... the the evidence is showing that they can actually have these 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 places to stay. I'm going to get into the rest of the comments last, but let me continue on <clears throat> with these points. Next point. Since 2010, the number of empty properties per homeless person has increased 24%. Once again, going back to what I was just saying before. Nationally, 12.3 of housing units in 2018 were vacant. In 2019, 555,670 U.S. citizens were confirmed homeless. That was pre-pandemic. 
since 2010, there has been a 7.2% increase in the vacant housing units. Latest figures reveal there are 16,987,623 vacant homes in the United States. So a lot of numbers over here, boy. In 2019, California had a homeless population exceeding 151,000. That's more than 18 times the homeless average across all other states. Unbelievable. 7,995 per state. That's wild. <clears throat> California also had 1.2 million empty properties in 2018. That's more than nine empty properties per homeless person. Going back to my first point, or the first stat. 63% across the country believe they are at risk of being homeless if they lose their income, with 49% having less than one month worth of savings to pay their rent and mortgage Definitely something I want to talk more about in the future. Uh, but yeah, that's that's something that uh, scares me and I know a lot of other people as well. Last point. Millions at risk of being homeless with 51% thinking they'll lose their jobs as a result of the pandemic. Now. Last point I want to make before I actually go into the next topic, next and final topic, as I stated before. I know people are going to say things like uh, a lot of these homeless people have drug addictions, alcohol issues, mental issues. Giving them a home is not going to fix that. Listen, you dumb fuck. Who said it was? The point isn't to just give them a house and say, okay, live here, bye-bye, we did our job. No, that's how white liberals work. That's how white liberals work when they go to these protests and they, I did my job, Black Lives Matter, I ain't got to do nothing else. I don't have to check the racist white folks in my family. I don't have to check my own racism. All I got to do is show up, take pictures, show out, carry a Black Lives Matter sign. I did, no. People who actually want to help are going to do more than just the bare minimum of what they were initially set there to do in the first place. So yes, the point is to get homeless people off the streets and into properties, but that's not the only and final step. Step number one, get these motherfuckers some, and I don't mean motherfuckers in a bad way, but get these motherfuckers some homes, some properties, some places to stay. Two, let's get their life together. What issues are they having? Okay, let's go about solving these issues. Let's make sure that they don't become homeless once again. It's, I don't know why people ask, well, I do know why. Like I said before, they just trying to deflect and people just, just being morons to the system. Stupid as hell. You know? Absolutely ridiculous the the uh the amount of bootlicking 
poor folks. Let's get it straight. You ain't of the 1% you poor, nigga. You ain't of the wealthy class you poor. The amount of boot licking y'all do. Excuse making y'all do. And I know a lot of it has to do with people not wanting to come to grips that America fucking sucks. They don't want to admit that the country that they 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 stand up for when they put their hand on uh uh their pre- when they pledge their allegiance and all this other shit, the country fucking sucks. They don't want to admit that. Just like how people don't necessarily want to admit that their political parties suck. But hey, whether you want to admit it to it or not, the truth is the truth. That's all I'm going to say. And truth is, the trillions of dollars we're spending on all this other bullshit could be taking care of house. For everybody who want to talk about America first, you're sure as hell silent when it comes to America, homeless Americans. America first, but not for the homeless troops that you claim to care about and respect. All right, man. Listen, we're going to take a break. I'm going to see if this food is ready. You know, at the, at, at, you know, hanging with the fam today. So I'm going to see if this food is ready. Then I'm getting to my last point. <laughs> Stay tuned. Right, we back. Last topic here. Uh, uh, this one was kind of random. Um, I never thought I'd had to uh, speak on this topic here, and it is about guest consent forms. Me being a podcaster, many of y'all maybe want to start podcasting yourself or. Whatever, I've given out free podcasting advice here before, so I might as well just give out some free advice now and just detail my opinion on this situation. Um, so, a little bit, little bit of backstory before I get into my thoughts on uh, what a guest consent form is. Basically, I saw this on facebook one of the facebook groups that i am in uh, one of the many like podcasting uh face network slash like promotion facebook groups i'm in somebody asked a question um to the group if they did consent forms for their guests and i want to say a good I didn't see everybody's post uh, or everyone's response, but a lot of, uh, quite a few people actually said yeah, and I'm surprised about that because that's not something I've ever gave too much thought or really thought about. Um, a couple people in there said no. I was a straight up no. Um, you all have heard me had guests, many a guests on this podcast. I've never made them sign a consent form saying, you know, I consent to sign up to your, your to, to be a guest, this, that, and the third. Um, you know, and for those who don't know what a podcast consent form is, it's basically, and this, 
this is my basic explanation. You can feel free to look up the information yourself. I will try to remember to leave a video uh, because there's an actual video about it uh, that I, I, I tuned into. Um, and it talks about the podcast consent consent form and why every podcaster should have it. Um, but a podcast consent form is basically if a guest or anybody really, but you know, a guest were to come on a podcaster's show, they would have to sign a form saying, I can't sue you. I can't, you know, whatever, um, whatever else is on this form I I can't do that because I signed this form giving you every right to basically monetize this and you don't get uh, and I don't get anything from the monetization um, aspect of it Um, again I don't you know get you know a bunch of legal shit (laughs) to be honest with you a bunch of legal shit uh, that I think it is very useful information, but again, I never thought about it. And here's why. Um, there was a point where I, th- I thought I wasn't big enough for a podcast cons- consent form. Like, you know, I'm not one of these big, I'm not a Joe Rogan. I'm not a, you know, whatever. So it's like, why would I have a podcast consent form? But, and this is a group on Facebook with, you know, uh, four like smaller podcasters such as myself. Um, the video that I saw is a platform that traditionally celebrates smaller, uh, podcasters as well. Um, and there was someone who actually made that comment was like I'm not on the I'm on, on that post and they said oh I'm not big enough for that yet and someone commented that it, to them yes you are and then it was someone else who actually chimed in and was like yeah because this that and the third and basically every no matter how big or small you are in your podcasting game you should have a podcasting I mean a con uh, a, a guest consent form not a podcast consent form but a a guest consent form. Now, again, let me get into why I don't have one. And I don't know if I'm going to get one in the near future. Unless, and this may be a stupid decision out of, of, of my part. Uh, hopefully, I'm not, you know, jinxing myself. But unless something like, 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 you know, someone trying to take legal action for whatever reasons... Uh, unless something like that were to happen, that's when I would probably be like, all right, fine, I'm going to make every guest sign a consent form. The reason why I don't have it now is because, one, I kind of already, I kind of feel protected against any type of lawsuits or anything from any type of legal bout when it comes to maybe a guest coming on my show, because y'all know me. You know, I'll speak my mind and some people might not like the things that I say. Um, some people might not want to be associated with somebody who thinks the way that I think or says the things that I say. I've said this before on the podcast. So I've said this actually my first year within like my first year of doing this podcast. I said that 
this is way before I had any guests. I said that if there is anybody I'm willing to have guests on this podcast, I would love to have guests on this podcast. But will I change up my show and change up how I, I, I do and this, that, and the third? Simply because, uh, you know, j- j- just to get guests or whatever? No. So if anybody were to want to be a guest on this podcast, they're welcome to, to reach out and be a guest. But if they don't do their due diligence, if they don't do their own research on who I am and what the podcast is about or just listen to a couple episodes and yet they come on this podcast and then later on they either listen to a couple episodes or somebody that knows them listen to the episode or it was like how could how dare you be on his podcast he's he he doesn't like Joe Biden and he doesn't like this and he's anti-vax and he's and then they're like oh shit I didn't know that by then take that episode down you know because that's what a lot of the consent form talks about uh, when I said somebody is saying to somebody yeah I don't want to be associated with that individual it's on a okay I was a guest on this person's podcast but I didn't know their podcast was about you know whatever or I didn't know this podcaster had these point of views and therefore I don't want to be associated I don't want my brand my personal brand to be uh tarnished or mixed up with someone with these point of views and the reason why I say I feel as though I'm protecting against that is because number one, every guest that I've had, they reached out to me and asked me to be a guest on a podcast, not the other way around. I purposely do not reach out to them. Now, there's a bunch of people I would love to have on the show, and I'd love to have people that I never heard of on the show. In fact, that's been all of my guests. Up until I interviewed him and stuff, of course. But I know though any of those people. Nobody that I've had on this show is someone that I've personally known. It might feel that way, you know, because, you know, a lot of people say I just have a naturally friendly vibe. So it might seem like when you hear me speaking with these guests that it might seem like I've known these people. But I, my first time actually face-to-face talking to them not face-to-face but you know zoom face-to-face talking to them is during these these interviews prior to that our conversations were were emails back and forth that's that um but with that being said they all reached out to me heck i might have a guest on uh next week next week being the next podcast i might have a guest on that guest reached out to me just like all the other ones. So I feel as though that kind of protects me because when I keep all the messages, I keep all the messages, the emails, the contacts, you know, I keep all the messages. Therefore, if God forbid, if anybody were to say, take my episode down and I'm like, no, it's already up. All right. It's monetized. And no, you're not getting a piece of the pie. It's not even a big piece of the pie anyways but you're not getting any of these pennies that I'm getting from this and you should have did your research and that's my thing I say this all the time to people it's like you you can't be upset at anybody for for your ignorance 
if you're not doing what you should be doing. If there's somebody super problematic, in quotation marks, right? And your your brand is this wholesome, clean, or whatever, right, type? And you can't really associate with somebody with certain views or somebody who curses or whatever. That person should not have to switch up who they are because you want to come on their show. No, do your research. It, it, it reminds me of uh, when T.I. went on the Eric Andre show a couple years ago. And he, he blabbed about how he didn't really like the the silly atmosphere there and you know he didn't like the jokes he didn't like the kind of uh, uh, humor that Eric Andre has but that's T.I.'s fault T.I. should have done his research before he agreed to go on an Eric Andre show now granted I believe that Eric Andre or his people reached out to T.I. once again though it's up to the individual to do their research on that individual. If that person says, hey, I want you to be a guest on my podcast. I've been a guest on people's podcasts. I've never had to sign a consent form, nor would I ask for one. Here's my thing. And I know not everybody's like this. But whatever I said on someone else's podcast, I said it. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna get on. And be, no, they baited me into. They no. I said it. Therefore, if I and I, 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 I listen back to those episodes that I was on other people's podcasts, and I don't regret what they, what, what I said. Um, but again, you, you, there are gonna be times where you might regret. <laughs> saying things I was just listening to hell I I regret things I say on my podcast more than I regret the things I say anywhere else I was listening to a couple older episodes uh, earlier on this week um and I'm like why did I talk about this shit this shit sounds stupid as hell this is a waste of time that might be a future episode where I go back and think about my thoughts and if I feel the same way about shit because again three years three four years of doing a podcast your, your mind is going to change on things and there are certain topics where my mind has either changed or I'm just like why did I talk about it so again a future episode but not to go all over the place what I was talking about T.I. So T.I. went on an Eric Andre show. For those you know, you know this, but my, some fo- folks might not know. He went on an Eric Andre show. He was upset because he didn't like the, the comedy and the banter and, you know, the, the vibe of the show and all that shit, right? He tried to then, then tell Eric Andre how he should do his own show. And it's like, you agreed to go on the Eric Andre show. I don't give a fuck what kind of... He claimed that his team sent him, like, a wholesome video of Eric just laughing with people and talking to people and asking serious questions I don't care what kind of 30 second clip they sent to you to try to make it look good you still have to do your due diligence and this isn't just advice for T.I. this is advice for everybody else I don't send out clips and audio clips of of my podcast to people and it's a clip of me not cursing out Joe Biden not cursing out Donald Trump 
not cursing in general and saying, hey, wouldn't you love to come on a wholesome podcast like this? When I'm saying LGBT lives matter, wouldn't you love to come here? No, I don't I don't do any of that. What I do is I I, I create my episodes, I promote the podcast, I tell people what it's about, and it's very clear. Wherever I have my podcast promoted, wherever the bio is, it's very clear that it's politics, pop culture, life. Just like how whatever that bio, like whatever avenue you're listening to this podcast on right now, you can look at the bio. Politics, pop culture, life. Very clear what the podcast is about. So if anybody who has a clear, clear, clear indication of what the podcast is about via the bio anybody who then decides to reach out whether they've done research on my show or not that's on them that's on them now I don't know I'm saying like I'm confident that I have enough evidence and my confidence gonna hold up in a quarter law or whatever I don't know but again god forbid let's not let's not put that energy out there you know Let's just put out the energy of common sense and, 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 and smartness. You know, I, I understand why people would want to have a, a podcast guest consent form. I'm not against it. I'm just saying I don't want to do that because I feel as though part of what makes me, me and part of what, why a lot of people and people and guests have told me this, but a part of what makes me, I guess approachable when it comes to wanting to be a guest in the podcast is um and again guests have been telling me this it's because I, I I I I don't you know have this super I guess serious um like demeanor like it's a nice relaxed show uh, it's a laid back type of cool vibe to where the guests can just be themselves and express themselves and talk about whatever they want to talk about. That's the life aspect of the politics, pop culture, and life. And they're welcome to talk about the other stuff as well. I tell them all the time, hey, you can share your, your thoughts on any other things that I talk about or whatever or, you know, any other topics I typically talk about here. Or we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's part of my the the allure that I have, and I, I like it. I like it. I like that that I have that type of welcoming vibe to people, to where they feel comfortable uh, talking to me, and they feel comfortable expressing themselves. Uh, because I mean, that's that's cool to me. That's cool that I give off that vibe, and I personally think having a consent form kind of muddies that vibe up you know um again maybe i'm i'm moving and i don't i don't want to say the wrong direction but i'm kind of put myself out there for a possible god forbid uh lawsuit attempt or legal attempt from some bitch ass nigga let me just put it that way because he or she did not like they, they, they went on the show and 
they later on found out that I don't vote the way that they vote. Or I don't feel the way that they feel about, you know, I don't know, racism or the LGBT community or whatever, right? And then they're like, I don't want to be associated with this person because we don't have the same views on this shit. Although our conversation was great. All this other stuff had a great episode, da 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 another great episode in the books, right? But then they later, afterward, that's when they wanted to listen to the Earnest Thoughts podcast. They didn't want to listen to it before they were a guest. They wanted to listen to the Earnest Thoughts podcast after they were a guest. And then they found out, oh my god, what did I get myself into? Take my show down. Now, no one has ever reached out to me and was like, take my show down. The answer still would be no, because again, you reached out. I had one close encounter. I won't tell you who the guest is, but I had one close encounter that I feel as though it was kind of like that. But I think the dude, yeah, I will say the gender, but I won't tell you which guest it was. But I had one close encounter where he tried to, in a subtle way, he tried to tell me how I should, uh, how I should have interviewed him. Um, because of the concept that he brought up um the concept was one that i've never even heard of before maybe for the for the long time listeners out there you probably can guess who i'm talking about um but then later on he he i guess he switched his tune um because how he tried to do it how he tried to slick do it was send me a, a a interview link to someone else's podcast he did and in the caption, he's like, this is how he pretty much is like, this is how um, he wanted to be interviewed and how he he uh, basically he was trying to tell me, this is how you do an interview. This is how you ask me questions about my concept. This is how he sent me the link. I left that nigga on red. I want to say like a month or so later and all this stuff happened like sometime like in not even 2020 like 2019 so it was one of those older interviews but he 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 uh it might have been 2020 either way it was a long long time ago man um but yeah uh, a couple uh, like a month or two ago after he sent that message he was like he he was saying he was working on some things and he would want to come back on um but then he tried to do it in a more subtle way. Like, yeah, just reach out to me if you want me to come back on. I'll, I'll be glad to talk more about. And I just left it there because if I said what what he wanted to talk about, it would have given him away, you know? And I'm not trying to be on some punk bitch shit. Like, I'm afraid that if he's going to find out I'm talking about him, it's just on some. It is what it is. I'm protecting his weirdo ass because... <laughs> If I say his name, other podcast guests might not want to interview him because they're like, he was a dick to Ernest. He might be a dick to me. But other than that, I can't honestly say that I will, I can see any of the guests. I'm real, I'm, I'm real good friends with one of them. Um, you know, and the, the other, well, actually two of them that I've had on here. I, I keep in contact with a couple of them and stuff. So, Again, these are people I did not even know prior to interviewing them. No, actually three of them. That's how you know how bad of a friend I am. But actually three of them. Uh, so it's like, yeah, actually four of them. 
I'm not even lying. It's it's really <laughs> I'm terrible. I know. I've kept in contact with a couple of them. And you know, uh I don't see them doing that. I don't see them saying, you know, take my episode down now. All four of those people that come to mind, and yes, it's just four. I'm not gonna say five. I four of them come to mind. All four of those people, I do not see them. Now, I don't know people for sure. I don't know them personally. I've never met them. We didn't meet up, like, in person um, after their interviews and stuff. We just, you know, talked how we talked, either on Zoom or on audio. Um, But, like, yeah, it's... I don't see them or any of the other guests that I've had um, coming out and trying some Fugazi stuff with me, like... Oh, I don't like what you stand for. I don't like the things that you say. I don't like your potty mouth. Take my episode down. Although I did not curse in your episode. Um, I did not talk about, you know, my controversial, quotation marks, thoughts. But, and during their interview. Um, but, yeah. And again, like I said, if that was to be the case, the answer is going to be No. And it's going to be like, what you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? Because I got the evidence showing that you came to me, not the other way around. So I think I, I think it's kind of hard to prove to a judge. Because then you're going to have to admit to that judge that you did not do your research on the podcaster. And if the judge is a common sense judge and not a moron... They're probably going to ask you, how come you, well, why would you want to be a guest on someone's show if you don't even know what their show is about? And then they're going to be looking stupid. I, I just wanted the free promo. Well, since you want the free promo, you're not getting your lawsuit. So, <laughs> case dismissed, you know? That's what I feel as though is going to happen. I don't know for sure, but I, again, I, I feel protected in the sense that I do not reach out to people to be a guest on my show. Now, people of all the time, people all the time hit me up and was like, I would love to come on your show or, you know, uh, you know, or they'll hit me up and say, whenever you want me on your show, message me and let me know. My, th- my response is always, whenever you want to come on, you let me know so I can sit across time. I'm not reaching out and asking people. This is it's got nothing to do against anybody. This is not some, some pride type thing. Like, oh, I'm not asking. I'm not begging you to come on the show. It's, it's literally because with or without you and no disrespect to any of the guests that have been on the show or any future guests well, with or without you there's still going to be a show so if I reach out to somebody and they don't respond back I'm still going to have a show if I don't reach out to somebody I'm still going to have a show because with or without you it's still going to be a show I started this show by myself without any guests for I want to say probably the first uh year or two and ever since it picked up in 2019 I've been getting guests so therefore kind of used to doing the shows I'm, I'm really used to doing shows with guests now which is good but 
I'm already used to doing shows like right now. Just me talking. Giving my opinion. Earnest Thoughts Podcast. Hence why it's called Earnest Thoughts Podcast. You know? That's how I see it. Um, But the advice for anybody who wants to get into podcasting, if that is something that you are interested in, having a, uh, a guest consent form, I will not tell you not to do it. I, I I think it's a good idea for I think it just because I personally don't want to do it right now maybe my mind will change sometime down the line maybe it's gonna have to take you know a, an unfortunate event someone trying to get at me because they don't like my political views or they don't like their own portrayal on my podcast or they feel as though they didn't necessarily perfectly explain themselves although any guest can come back on my podcast it's not like a one and done type thing if someone said something on the podcast and then they listen back and they're like ah i didn't really like that uh i didn't really get to explain this that and the third they're always welcome to come back on and and rephrase rephrase whatever they said the first time or talk about whatever they didn't get to the first time I'm not out here, like, it's not that serious, yo. It's really not. It's, it's not, it's, it's not that serious. We all say, we all have gaffes. We all say things and we listen back. I just told you a couple minutes ago, I was, I listened back to my old episodes all the time and I'm like, why the fuck did I say that? Or why am I talking about this? Shit like that happens all the time. Will I go back and delete those episodes? No, because I like to hear the growth that I've made. I like to see the changes in my thoughts that I've made. But that's just me. A lot of other people like to put out this image of perfection. And, you know, if they say something and they mess up, they want to blame other people for their imperfect moment. Instead of saying, well, I'm human and sometimes I say stupid shit. Or I'm human and sometimes I say things that I don't necessarily feel the way that I feel right now. You know? It was kind of a tangent, but you know, it, it all it all comes together with this whole form thing. So if you are a podcaster out there or if you're looking to get into podcasts, um, that's just my advice. Other people will say yes. Like I said, many people, many of the other podcasters in the group said yeah. The video that I watched that I hopefully will remember to leave in the description box below said, yeah, it's a great video because it gives a detailed advice on why we as podcasters should have consent forms. And the dude who who was basically being interviewed, uh, which I'm pretty sure he had a consent form as well. um, He was saying ultimately he's on the side of the podcasters anyway. So even if they don't have a consent form, if someone were to reach out and said, hey, I don't like the my portrayal on your episode, take it down. Or hey, I just finally listened to an episode of your podcast. I don't like the things you say. I don't want to be associated with you. Take down my episode. You can still say no. You know? Now, in regards to the whole aspect of, again, monetization and all this other stuff, I get it. I get why people will want, again, a consent form for that. My understanding is this. 
my podcast, my work being put into editing the podcast, my monetization information, guess what? My money. Now, the things that people, people are allowed to come on here and talk about, I have many other fellow authors coming on here promoting their books. Y'all have heard it. And again, the next guest might be another author. I got people promoting their own shit. And they don't have to pay. They don't pay me to come on here. They don't sign any consent forms. They reach out. I say, sure. I look into them. I ask questions based on the information that I found. I let them speak their thoughts for however long they want to speak it. I end the episode. Boom. But the point is, they just got free promo for however long they wanted the episode to be, basically. Not really based on how much speaking they doing. I don't have this time living anything. I will try to ask questions to make it longer if I feel as though they deserve more attention. But I can't do the promo for them. Unless they paying me for ad placement, then I got you. But... You want if you you coming on this podcast and this is again for for any other future guests and it might sound like I'm being super condescending or whatever I'm not trust me this is all coming from a place of respect and love and thanks because I really enjoy that people come on to my podcast I really like the fact that people feel comfortable coming to my podcast I really like the many different guests none of these guests know each other but they all pretty much said the same thing. He's a great host. He asks great questions. He has a good vibe to him. He makes me feel comfortable. He makes it, he's easy to talk to. I love that. I love all those compliments. I really do. You know, I really love that guests feel that way because I don't want guests coming on the show thinking that they have to put on a facade. I don't want guests coming on the show being extra timid and shy and, and whatever about, you know, just be yourself. Be yourself. Be you. Just, that's what I want from everybody. Guess to not be you, because that's my podcast. Me being me, earnest thoughts. You know, um, so that's how I that's how I look at that situation. Um, I don't know what's with all these damn Facebook notifications, um, but yeah, you can take my uh, my personal opinion out of uh, for a grain of salt. You can take it however you want to take it. Um, Do what you feel applies to you. If you feel as though as a creator, a podcast creator, that you need that form, by all means, get it. I don't think it's a bad form. I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm saying that I personally don't feel as though that's something I want to do right now. And my mind may change. It may not. Right now, I don't think it's it's something for me. But in no shape or form am I saying it's a bad idea. It's a great idea. I 100% agree with a consent form. I just don't want to have one right now. Right now, I just want to keep the podcast going as much as I have it going right now. I want it to continue to grow. I want it to continue to uh, express myself, have guests on here, and they talk about whatever they want to talk about, promote whatever they want to promote. 
because that's how they get their money from these podcast episodes to more listeners, more people check them out, this, that, and the third. That's, yeah. I'll take the little itty-bitty pennies from the ad placement. It works out. But, uh, that's me. And that's the end of this episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest. Or you love Ernest, same guy. Different name. Timestamps in the description box, but only two topics, but, you know, timestamps still. Appreciate the listen. I appreciate it if you give this episode a share. Give this podcast a share and a subscribe as well. Give it a rating as well. Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you can rate the podcast. Especially on Apple, though. Rate and comment. That lets them know that people love the podcast or people actually listen to the podcast. And then they promote it out These are ways you can support the podcast freely without shelling out a dime, penny, or nickel, or more. But if you want to do something of that nature, hit up the support tab, wherever that tab is. You can hit up the links in the description box below. PayPal, Venmo, and LiberaPay. LiberaPay, once again, subscription service. You can go there, donate. No, I do not. I'm not going to do extra content. I'm just going to, you know, uh, have the LaBera pay there just in case people want another avenue to donate to. No, that's that. If you want, you know, to, to, to hear my thoughts on movie and show reviews, subscribe to the season premiere podcast. Once again, that is the season premiere podcast. Right now, that podcast is... It's on Anchor, it's on Spotify, and it is on Pocket Cast, I believe. I believe it's also on Google Podcasts as well. But to be safe, your best bet, um, go to Spotify, go to Anchor. You can find that, once again, the season premiere podcast. That's where you're going to hear all my show and movie reviews. I have a bunch of episodes there right now. And then, of course... If you want to check out just my music reviews, the My Two Cents podcast, check that, check that out. My Two Cents is, well, you know, Two Cents is spelled out the way you would spell it numerically. So, you know, the dollar sign, the zero, the decimal point, the zero to two, and then the word podcast, My Two Cents podcast. So if you just type in My Two Cents podcast, you'll find me. You'll find it out. But that's my other podcast as well. Yes, three podcast man over here. Hustling and bustling. So, these are ways you can support me. And, um, oh yeah, book in the description box below. Late Nights on Broadway. Yes, I'm an author. So, uh, who interviews other authors and just other people in general. So, yeah, check that out. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA Lives Matter. Trans Lives Matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. And I'm out. Once again, happy Easter. The Mets. Get well soon, bruh. Peace.